welcome to Put a Cork in It, where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about. I'm Monica. And I'm Austin. And we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better. So whether you're about to take a nice walk, driving on the highway, or you're simply just laying in your bed, come along and join us for the next few minutes on Put a Cork in It. What is going on, Put a Cork in It family? We're back at you again on another happy Friday. Uh, Got a fun topic for you this week, but before we dive into that, Mon, how's your week going? Wow, what an amazing question. Um, I would say that the week is going um well you know like nothing nothing bad nothing horrible a good old neutral uh average running out of synonyms you know what I mean very meh but not a bad meh just meh exactly a meh and eh whatever you really want to add in there um that's how I feel exactly what you're saying is to spice up the week this podcast is really going to do that for you Oh my gosh. I am very excited for this week. It's going to be very spicy. Well, Mon, since this is technically your guest, and I would have to say that's probably like, I don't know how many of these we've done now, but (laughs) I've had like one or two of my own. So a very high percentage are always your guests, but feel free to to uh, introduce our lovely audience to our guest here this week. Okay. Thank you for making that caveat because I was going to make fun of you if you didn't. So perfect. So I put up a poll on the Instagram, the good old Instagram account. And I was like, what do you guys want to hear from us? You know, talk to the people, democracy. And I just, there was this resounding response of like post-grad this, that, and the other, you know, like what are, what are you supposed to do to like have fun? How do you have fun when you had so much fun in college, but now you're not in that college environment anymore. And I was like, this is such a good question because I think I struggle with the same thing of, oh my gosh, is post-grad life being an adult always going to be so boring compared to college? And so immediately a name came to mind almost as if it was a vision. And that person is my friend, Kyle Johnson from North Carolina, which like another theme is people from North Carolina being on this podcast, which I think just goes to show how amazing anyone from the South is, but anywho, won't get on a tangent. Um, Without further ado, Kyle, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I just want to clarify. I am a Northerner though, straight from Ohio. So I kind of, yeah, yeah. Playing two hats right now, both sides sure he's come I could feel the midwest I could feel it (laughs) what gave that away I don't know but we'll we'll figure it out when we say goodbye how long we take to say goodbye oh my (laughs) gosh the midwestern goodbye I do think travels to other regions I will be honest but anyway yes Kyle aren't you originally from Akron or something Akron Ohio neighbors with LeBron James if you've heard of him uh it rings a bell. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can't even get over how horrible that was for a joke. But thank you for expressing your humor on the podcast. Um, also, something I should confess to the audience is I was supposed to get um, Cleveland Browns tickets for Kyle, and I did not follow through on that. So it's really a miracle that he showed up today. Hmm. 
Yeah, after the last game, um, I don't know if I want to see Baker anymore. So I'm still <laughs> a little hurt. My man kind of did me dirty. So. Sure. Okay, well, we won't dwell on that topic. Don't want to make you upset. So here's yeah. the thing, Kyle. Were you flattered when I decided to bring you on for this topic? Or like, how did you feel? Like, do you feel like you represent the topic well? Um, I'm glad you asked this because I do have to, to get this off my chest. Sure, um, sure. I was curling a little bit and that was over Austin. Austin, you had this joke with my former roommate, Matt, where you made the distinction between people going in the rain and having their windshield wipers too going like crazy, like going too hot. And I laughed so hard off of that. And it wasn't even a week later that I was that person who was like a slight drizzle and my windshield wipers were just going at it. And I immediately thought, of you. I was like, man, I feel so stupid, but Austin's out there making fun of my type. <laughs> Dude, you're just scared to drive in the rain. I get it. It's I'm, all not, good. I'm not scared. It was a downpour, then it stopped downpouring, but I forgot to, whatever. But You anyway. forgot to put it back in glass. <laughs> Oh, that's so, I was really excited to finally be able to meet this man, Austin, because I knew from that joke alone, we're going to be good friends. Wow. Wow. That is incredibly so honored. Yes. Austin, how do you feel? You know, I'm just glad that the fans are starting to recognize, you know, the amount of oh. effort I put into this podcast. So Gosh. I feel, I feel like it's all paying off now, <laughs> if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Well, let's, let's just cut that there. Cause Lord knows we don't want that to keep going. Um, <laughs> I did actually forget of that connection. So if you guys all remember, we did have Matt on the podcast, probably in the springtime, wintry spring. Um, which that episode is called Matt the Bachelor. And it's honestly one of my favorites, to be honest. But yes, Matt and Kyle were roommates when I lived in Raleigh last year. So really, there are four guys who lived all together and we've had half of you. I feel like those are pretty good odds. Mm, well, two more to go. I think you might as well just finish it out. Probably should. I mean, they'll have, to, yeah, they'll have to earn it, but I'm also down. Okay, so... <laughs> let's um let's get back to let's get back on track you know I feel like we strayed away which is something I think that's going to happen a lot on this episode which is fine so here's my question Kyle let me just share with you a little bit of my first impression of you when I moved to Raleigh was that for a while I thought you still were in college because I don't know because you were still doing all the things that you did in college you know like playing sports getting groups of people to play sports outside, staying up late. Just, these are just like a few examples. Would you say that last year felt like you were still kind of in college because you were living with, you know, people you went to college with and they all wanted to do the same things together? Like, would that be a fair statement? Yeah, I think you, you caught me at a, the prime, you know, exiting college but still got my foot in the door living with my best friend from college and I still kind of lived on campus so yeah I definitely agree with that yeah I do think that that first year for me as well last year was a in between kind of feel like I'm still in college without the homework vibe yeah. um which is really what you want if we're being honest oh it was oh, for sure Kyle and I were living our best lives last year now that I reflect 
Um, decline from there on. (laughs) You you had to say it. You had to say it. (laughs) Well, this is this is what the people want to know, though. Like, what can you do to like keep the energy and the the fun from college? So, I think something that you did really well. If we're gonna break this down to bullet points, is keep in touch with the people you went to college with. And if they live locally close to you, hang out with them, you know, then, you know, you're going to have similar fun vibes from college. And I feel like you did this really well. I feel like a lot of your friends were people that you went to college with, stayed in Raleigh and y'all just like balled around. Yeah. I think group chats are your biggest friend post-college. Oh, recognizing recognizing that like in college activities kind of just fell on your plate. You know, right. like I never really had to look for something to do in college because there's just so many other things offered to me. It was more like, what am I not going to go to this week? Um, <laughs> but but it was, it's post-grad that it really hits you. Okay, I'm going to have to fight. I'm going to have to fight to be entertained and have activities where I'm just going to be at home by myself. Um, yes. So I think group chat, but like, yeah, kind of hit on your point. Staying in contact with people and especially connecting on like what makes like what are your interests and what are my interests and like let's meet in the middle once a month and let's play pickleball or let's play spike ball or whatever that that activity is yeah that's huge and I think we kind of hit on that a few weeks ago when we were just talking about adulting in general um of just like how you need to learn to take the initiative and actually plan things and I don't know. Like, is that at all? I feel like I already know your answer to this, but some people might be out there thinking, well, that's really intimidating to have to, you know, put all these people in a group message and maybe no one wants to do it. Or they think it's weird. Like, I know that you're a very outgoing, confident person, but what would your advice be to the people who are scared to make the group chat to show the initiative? Ooh. I, you know, I think I know you're stumped because you have to think of yourself as an introvert, which is kind of right. Yeah, no, I've never been the one to not talk. So I don't know. I don't know if I have advice other than like, I mean, grab onto that one or two people who are extroverted and then pitch them an idea and let them talk to the group. Yes. Uh, I don't think you have to be the voice uh, leading every group chat, but they have one or two guys and say, hey, would you guys want to be interested in that? And if they are, like, you got your core group, then expand it, invite everyone. And I always do this. This is a simple trick. When, Because you'll get this question. Without doubt, you'll get this question. Who else is coming? You know? And when you get that question, you immediately list off every name that you've contact or will contact and say they're coming. Even if they're not even coming, you just say it's a big crowd with the hope that they will come um and then once they're like oh everyone else is coming I guess I'll come simple that that is perfect and that is exactly what you did I received many a text of list of people that sure as heck half those people were not there but to be honest I didn't think about it until afterwards yep correct gotcha wow Austin what are your thoughts on this is this a good idea like what are you feeling so to fully recap what Matt was saying. The group chat is a great place to start. Everybody's in the same shoes here. Everybody's like, wow, I need to actually like figure out what I'm doing and like what's right. the best way to do that. Everybody's in the same boat post-grad. Everybody wants to do something. Group chat is a great option. 
big fan of that. Secondly, if you are nervous about that, right. just know that, again, you are all in the same boat. And unless you absolutely hate people, you all, like everyone's craving like time with their friends. Like work right. is work. You have things that you have to do, but like spending time with your friends is something that you get to do. Um, and everybody needs that. So you're not alone there. Just maybe start small, you know, one or two friends here and there. Then, you know, the group chat starts snowballing, five, six, seven, easy money, easy money. That's so true. You just need, you just need one person to say yes. And you kind of need that one person to be a little bit influential, kind of a people gatherer to some extent. And then you're golden. You know what I mean? You're absolutely golden, mom. And as long as like there's something fun enough that you're like that sounds like okay but I know it'll be like 10 times better with these people right for example game of risk I don't know if we have any big risk fans out there it's not my favorite board game but I know I would have a blast if I was playing with my five closest friends and we were all just sharing the evening together that would be something you know rainy day about to be winter time here getting some snow Oh, maybe not you North Carolina people, not really sure the climate fully down there in the winter time. <laughs> but, you know, you're going to have some indoor activities that are going to need to be taking place. So I, I think that, like, think about, hey, the people, the time with people, it doesn't really necessarily matter what you're doing. As long as you're spending time with people that you love, I think that's a great place to start. And then I totally am all for the, all of these people are coming, right. even if they're not. Because... The more people, the better, obviously, but you know that you're going to have more fun with four of the eight people that are on that list, even if like the four people don't show up or whatever, than just sitting at home doing nothing. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to have as much fun at home alone than you are with people. I'll put <laughs> it out there. Maybe once a month, but come on. I'm pretty extroverted too. So yeah. I will say that like, I kind of feed off this energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I will say, as somebody who is often initiating texts in said group chat, kind of exhausting when people keep blowing you off. Yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree. But I feel like, Kyle, you never let that stop you, man. Like, you just, if people, like, said no, you're like, cool. Well, I'm just going to text the next person, like, catch you later. Like, you just let that crap roll off your back. Oh, oh, it's very true, Monica. Um, I'll be the first to point out that it's mostly you. It, it was mostly you. Uh, and it's mainly with phone calls. It, it, it continues to this day. You you don't answer my phone calls, but I keep pursuing. Oh, my gosh. Listen, you have a true gift of calling me at the most inconvenient times. Like when I texted Kyle to do this podcast, this is a great example. I texted him at like 11 p.m. on like Sunday. I was like, hey, just making sure like you free for Tuesday. And he is like, can't text back. He has to call me to respond. Well, mind you, I am in my bed, like trying to fall asleep, which like he obviously didn't know because I texted him. But it just it, it it's really crazy how you choose a phone call to be your main communication. Oh, and I think I'm going to take this back to the like, that's how you get yeses. Yeah, you're not wrong. Being a young you are not wrong, leader, I had to talk to so many high schoolers who just weren't about 
anything we were doing with Young Life. But if you can get them on the phone, you can peer pressure them. And that's what I learned. And people are like, that's the same thing. I just don't, there's so much miscommunication that can happen over text. As it's a good phone call. I don't know. People just respond better. In my, in my oh, yeah. I agree. I think that's a great point. But again, that does go to the boldness. Like, it's way more safe to send a text than a call. You know what I mean? Way easier to reject a text than a call, mom. You know, don't put me on blast. All right. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Kyle, Kyle and I are working on our, on our calling relationship. It's, it's a work in progress. Um, okay. So basically what I'm hearing is, you know, there's a big emphasis on initiation. Um, dare I say even a call more than a group text, maybe you call everyone and then a group text. So you got to initiate, but then Kyle, like, what are the things that you think were really enjoyable that you did and they don't have to be super like complex things that you really enjoy doing now that you have more time you don't have school but then also like you do work a job so like what are you doing to maximize your free time whether that's weekends or after work mm. yeah I at least now let me let me set the foundation oh boy we are we're like in adult, adulting mode, right? We're out of that foot in the door college. We are in adulting mode. Um, and it is more difficult to say the least, but I have found to have a schedule of like, hey, I'm gonna plan ahead and each day, Dylan, we're gonna get together and we're gonna go eat lunch. Um, and then afterwards we're gonna, um, let's plan on working out right after work. You know, so yeah. having like a, a, a lunch date and then let's go work out. And then after that, either if I'm burnt out long day, then I am going to take a day to myself. But if not, there's always worship going on somewhere where I'll jump on and do something spontaneous or there's some type of church event going on. Um, so I think I really utilize the community within church as just a spontaneous, if nothing else is on my plate. Um, but I love the plan ahead because if I don't plan ahead, it's not going to happen. Yep. That is so true of you. You are definitely a planner. You still can be very procrastinate, procrastinator vibes, but you are a planner. And I think if you aren't a planner, find a planner to buddy up with similar to find the outgoing person to send the text. And let that person take your ideas and actually put them into motion. Because Kyle did do that. And he always had something to do. You were very busy, like doing fun things. Yeah. <laughs> he says, he says with just, you know, a nonchalant energy. Yeah, I was busy. <laughs> I like being busy. It's so true, though. Like, like uh, Kyle said at the beginning of this, when you're in college, literally you do not have to try like you walk out of your bedroom door and activities are falling into your lap like True. there is so much to choose from almost overwhelming at times like you're like oh wow i can't believe i have this many choices but you know when you're not living with four of your closest friends when you're in the work grind for eight to nine hours a day you know it's going to take some planning it's going to take some effort but mm -hmm. i promise you the plan gives you things to look forward to so mm -hmm. then you build the hype before yes the yes and then you get to execute the event and then inevitably 
the event occurs and it's like, we should do this regularly and mm. we're going to keep doing this. So then you have a built-in event just right there. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Did I, I not tell you the, this was going to up my energy levels? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the pre-hype. You nailed it on the head. The pre-hype is almost better than the event. It gets me through the day. When it's a long work day, but I'm like, ooh, we're going to go play some volleyball after this. I Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Child, I have work volleyball on Thursdays. It is highlight of my week. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he does talk about it a lot. Yeah, I I do think that the the hype is important so you have something to look forward to and then people are more likely to go if there's more notice and more I don't know, more excitement. But Kyle, that's something that maybe that isn't something you could work on <laughs> is giving people more notice. Nah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nah, it's good the way it is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're really getting the logistics of how you get plans together. But I think something I really want to talk about that I've had a lot of conversations about. And unfortunately, there's just this vibe, which we just talked about how Kyle enjoys being busy. And so do I. And I know Austin loves to have a schedule, but there's just like this phenomenon. And I think our generation specifically that if you're not doing something all the time, then you're failing or like you're weird that you don't have plans on a Friday night or whatever. And I feel like I had to learn that a lot last year in my first year out of college, because like Austin said, um, you don't have plans all the time. So then you feel weird that you don't, and that feels wrong when you don't have plans. So Kyle, I'd love to know your thoughts. Feel free to disagree with me if you're in the camp that you need to have something planned every single night of your life. But I would love to know other people's thoughts of, is it okay to just chill by yourself on like one of the prime nights of the week? You know, it's funny you said that. I actually just had this conversation a couple of weeks ago when I went to Carolina Point. Um, and I kind of got roasted a little bit, but then I kind of came around to understand. But for me in college, yes, I was 100% booked up all the time, had something on my plate. Post-college, I think my definition of fun is kind of changing and doing something is not fun. (laughs) And my Saturdays have become one of my favorite days, like my Saturday mornings uh, or my favorite days of the week, because I make it a point that, Hey, I'm going to get away from people and um, having that time by myself where I go on a walk and I work out and I go to a coffee shop and I just read like to not have, like being by myself is the plan. Um, so to answer your question, if you're by yourself and you're like, I don't got nothing to do, that is your plan. Like you utilize it. Like now that you're by yourself, take advantage of that. Um, you might have not planned on it, but like now you can go on a walk. You can, you can make a spontaneous plan right now. So I don't think that's anything to be weird about. Wow. That I feel inspired. Time with yourself is the plan. I feel like we need to like print that out on a business card and start like a coaching service for Kyle to be a life coach. Too much. Time. I will sign up for the life coach plan brought to you by <laughs> Kyle. That's so good, Kyle. So were the people you were talking to fighting you that you should be busy all the time or like where was the discrepancy? Well, I, I, I started off with 
I've really started to enjoy getting away from people and they're like, no, nah, that's not you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, like seriously, Saturday mornings, I am by myself for half the day and I do it on purpose because I need to, I don't know, I just didn't know I enjoyed unplugging and just, and this is where it gets a little deeper, um, focusing on just like Jesus. Yeah. Um, like that is something I didn't know I needed. Like I have my quiet times and it can be, you know, 30 minutes every morning, but to have just a uninterrupted, a good four or five hours of just self-reflecting and meditating on his word is something that I can't overstate and like how valuable it is. That is huge. That's so huge. And I think maybe that's something that makes someone who necessarily isn't a Christian feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, Kyle likes to spend quality time with Jesus, which is not someone that he can actually physically sit down and have a conversation with. But I just think, think about it when you have free time and you spend it on your phone, watching Netflix, anything that's kind of mindless and just to fill time, it's so much less fulfilling and you almost feel more tired and exhausted than when you actually spend time in your Bible or praying which just feels so much more productive. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I mean, you're feeding your mind with something, you know, and I know if it's in a book, um, like in scripture, I'm feeding with something that's going to bring me everlasting joy, you know, and if it's in my phone, I might be feeding it with what, what you said, brain numbing, kind of energy draining content. <laughs> it's like you leave that, that time, it might have been uh, sitting in the bed, but you're not, not restful. Like, are you a better person when you left? Exactly. Um, Now, Kyle, I want to hop back here because you said, I like to spend four to five hours. And now to the college kid, they're like, how do you get an extra four to five hours on the weekend? (laughs) And guys, spoiler alert, you're going to all wake up at like seven or eight o'clock. It's just going to happen. It's going to (laughs) start happening. It's going to open up the whole day for you. Let me tell you. Saturday and Sunday mornings have become such a treat given the fact that I actually have an extra, like you said, four to five hours some days. This past weekend, I was fortunate enough to have a buddy come into town and we set our alarms to wake up early on Saturday just to like hang out with each other. And that's like, wow, who would ever do that? Like, that's so (laughs) silly, but it happens. And, you know, Kyle, were you a big sleep in guy in college or, you know? Uh, I was a big don't sleep type of guy in college. Always pulling all nighters, uh, running on that, that seven hours, six hours. So no, I wouldn't say I was a sleep in. It was more like whenever I found sleep, I took it, (laughs) but never a set schedule of sleep. And here's another thing I will say is sometimes you have to sacrifice a few hours of sleep to get that extra bit of fun that you didn't know was going to happen. Like, Hey, I might be losing sleep tonight and that's totally fine with me. If it's, if it's going to lead to a lifetime memory that I'll have with me for the rest of my life, you know, I think that's something that people overlook and they're like, man, I'm really tired. Like I have work tomorrow. I just don't know if I want to go up for this, but I think there's like, there's some nights where it's gonna be like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not making it, but (laughs) roll the dice 
you introverts, some of you extroverts. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> That's so funny. I, okay, you just saying that very dramatic but true statement about it being like a good memory forever is there was this night in Raleigh and it was my last night before I was going home for Thanksgiving and wasn't going to be home for like a really long time. I feel like over a month or back in Raleigh, which I guess is my home. But anyway, so I actually spent the last night with hanging out with Kyle and his roommates and my roommates. And we watched the premiere of Justin Bieber and Sean Mendez's song together that had just come out. And it was like an emotional experience. I mean, obviously, because I'm obsessed with Justin Bieber, it was emotional, but also like everyone was also really into it. And it was so late and I wanted to leave probably a couple hours prior, but for some reason I did it and it was so worth it. Like we all just shared an amazing moment together. Wow. See, me being in the room, I didn't know you wanted to leave that bad, but like, yeah, it was a fun time together. <laughs> okay hold on the reason I wanted to leave is because I had to wake up early to drive home not because I was having a a bad time you weirdo yeah that was something that was never in short supply at Kyle's um, apartment was shenanigans and interesting things happening it was never boring Hmm. (laughs) guys don't be afraid to lose sleep I'm telling you I'm telling you Oh, no, it's definitely worth it completely. Okay, so now this is this is kind of what we'll what we'll wrap with, because I think this is something that Kyle's gonna be able to talk about for a decent chunk of time. So when you're in college, I feel like there's almost an excuse to not see your family a bunch, whether that's because of distance from your school to where you actually are from, yada, yada, you're in college, you're busy, you know, the college student just has so many built-in excuses that come with that identity. But I feel like when you graduate college and become an adult, it's your responsibility to, you know, call your grandparents, check in on your weird uncle, what have you, go home and hang out with your parents. And I know something that Kyle and I have in common is having nieces and nephews, which really just changes the whole game of like, making time for your family but Kyle like tell me your experience and if it didn't change from college that's okay but maybe just share like how much more do you value time with your family now that you're you know out of college and that's more of a focus yeah no in college like you said there's just always something on your plate like an exam coming up or yes where the excuse is there and like your parents can't deny that, right? They're like you're coming home for dinner to see us? No, I got an exam. Uh, <laughs> like, it was just the easiest excuse. Um, but no, like I didn't, if you would have told me, oh, you're going to get a lot closer to your parents after graduating. I was like, okay, weird man, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, but it is so true. Like family time has just taken a priority in my life. And you kind of mentioned the cheat code, and that is niece and nephews. I love, love, love hanging out with my niece and nephews. Um, And I will ditch any plan I have to drive an hour out there. And I do it every Sunday um, to watch the Brown games and just hang out as a family. And I didn't realize how, you know, just how high that was going to be a priority in my life after college. But it, it really is like one of the most fun things I can do. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's so true. Like the amount of times I've told people I can't hang out because I know I'm going to see my family is way more often now than it ever was. And like, I don't even feel bad about it. Like I have zero FOMO when I have to do that. Right. That's why. And I think it's because like the amount of growth you experience in college, like even just as like a non, non-believer, obviously, like it's a formidable time in your faith during college and whatnot, but the amount of maturity that you gain, like the amount of things that you learn on your own, like from being on your own, living on your own, blah, blah, blah. It gives you a lot to relate to with your parents. And then once you become an adult, when you get a job, you start paying for all your own stuff. I mean, you just like realize how much your parents actually did for you growing up. And I personally became super thankful. Uh, Just like overnight, it was like, wow, there's actually so much that they do for me that I don't say thank you enough. Like, for example, my mom was like, hey, can you like come over and like let my dog out at like five o'clock? And I was at my brother's place or whatever. And I'm like, wow, that's super inconvenient. Like I'm going to have an hour of drive time just to like go let out her dog. Like that's silly. But literally the amount of things that she's done for me. Yeah, I can go let her dog out for it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Austin just says, no, mom, I'm not doing it. I was not happy about it, but I did do it. Oh, that's so good. Okay, well, you know, I, I think I think I'm going to stop us here because otherwise I could just go into a, a bunch more paths to go on with this topic. So Kyle, since this is your first time on the podcast, um, and this is different this season. So actually you'll have to go and tell Matt that you got to answer a different question than him. Um, but our last question that we ask at the end of every podcast is what's in the queue for you, which just means like what's next. It can be something really huge and important, like a promotion, or it can be something really simple. Like I'm going to get this really great sandwich after we're done recording. Like honestly, anything that comes to mind. Um, Austin, I think that you should go because to be honest, I still need to think of something, which is embarrassing. It's okay, Mon. I can come save the day. No cap. (laughs) Oh, gosh. In the queue for me, by the time this podcast is out, I will be in the car on the way to Pittsburgh for a wedding that me, my brother, my sister-in-law and my wonderful better half Carly will all be driving together with. Um, and then we're staying in Pittsburgh through Saturday and then leaving Sunday. So I have been to the surrounding Pittsburgh areas, but now our mutual contact slash friend there lives in like the city inside like the bridges. So going to get the true Pittsburgh Yinzer experience. For those of you who don't know, they call people that live in Pittsburgh Yinzers. Not sure what what that means, but uh, very excited for the wedding and then very excited to spend the Saturday in Pittsburgh. That's fun. I don't think I've ever been to Pittsburgh. Um, For me, I would say, I think overall, I'm just looking forward to just like the holidays, honestly. Like I'm very excited for thanksgiving and just getting the fam together which i feel like i never really think about until actually november but recently i've just been thinking about a lot of how i'm excited to just hang out with my family i think probably because i just don't see them as much because now 
my cousins are married and moved away and just like doing different things. So it feels like more special. I guess I'm missing them. Do you think it was perhaps that we were talking about the importance of spending time with your family during this podcast? Perhaps, perhaps it was. Perhaps. And not only are you looking forward to it, but you're going to have to start planning these things out like we oh, talked gosh. about in this podcast. That stresses me out. Oh, man. Maybe you're not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I am looking forward to it. We'll see. We'll see. All right. And we'll finish up with Kyle. What's in the queue for you? Uh, for me, the first thing that comes to my mind that I'm looking forward to, I'm so excited, is I am playing at Windy Gap. I'm their camp musician in two weeks. So you can't not have fun at Windy Gap, especially in November. The leaves are going to be so prime. Okay, for those of you who do not know, Windy Gap is a young life camp in North Carolina. It is absolutely amazing. My high school was fortunate to go down there when I was quote unquote a camper. And uh, I can only imagine what it's like in the fall being there in the summer. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally going to ask Kyle to give a little bio about Windy Gap and Austin killed it. That's so exciting. Do you think you're going to get famous? No, but it's going to be <laughs> great. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll see. You might get famous. Hey, Kyle, thank you so much for making time with us today. Uh, it's been a treat. You said you weren't going to have anything to add. And look here, we're already 40 some minutes later. And honestly, it was it was a treat, man. Thanks for coming on. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. Oh, always. Kyle, you may be a returner, which I don't say that to everybody, you know, so keep that in your back pocket. Much less on air, Monica. That's I know. Horrible. I know. I just, I just calm, cool, and collected. I mean, it's amazing. I'm here for it. I, this was, this was fun. And I think we should have maybe the whole doghouse on. Whoa. Okay. Too many characters. Too many characters. <laughs> so for reference, the doghouse is Kyle and his three roommates, including Matt from his apartment last year. I cannot even wrap my head around what that would even be like having the four of you on. There would be so much banter. There would be no clarity of what's being said. Everyone would be talking over each other. Correct. Tangents everywhere. Giggling in the background. It would be hilarious. Okay, so I'll put up a poll if you guys want the dog house, which you all are so familiar with, um, to be on the podcast. And we'll just, we'll let the data speak for itself. Yeah. The Dog House Podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, for those who are tuning in for the first time and for those who have been with us since the get-go, I'm going to say something that you're probably expecting, which is follow us on Instagram at put a cork in it official. Um, there's just like fun stuff, you know, polls, stories. We post cool graphics, you know, you just get to interact with us. You get a true peek behind the curtain as to what is coming on friday so if you want a sneak peek that's where you're going to find it that's amazingly true all right everyone we hope you have a great weekend have a great time <laughs> Bye.